0: Guess what? We are talking about the playoffs. Eagles 40, Saints 29, and the game wasn't even that close. The only reason the score even got close was because Sirianni foolishly took his you know, foot off the pedal there in the middle of the third quarter. I mean, this whole notion that we uh, just can't let Jalen Hurts throw the ball when we get leads is just stupid and needs to stop because eventually, guess what happens? When you legitimately stop doing what got you a lead, uh, eventually when you have to turn it back on, it don't work so easy. And you saw it here. The Eagles struggled to start figuring it out there late in the uh, second half. But they did when they needed to. And they were lucky enough that Sean Payton, you know, just for some bizarre reason, kicked a field goal down 14 points on his, uh, what, 14-yard line. I, I, a, a decision you could just not even believe happened. But listen, the Eagles are 5-6. and six. They are firmly back in the playoff hunt. I mean, they own tiebreakers over the Panthers, over the Saints now. Uh, the Vikings won today, which was you know tough. The Forty Nineers, um, I mean, like th- they won obviously. So there's a team that does have a tiebreaker over us, but again, there's essentially two spots, and it's the Vikings at five and five, the Niners at five and five, the Panthers, I believe, are what five and six, um, the Saints now are five and five, the Eagles are. Uh, You know, obviously five and six. So listen, it's going to come down to how we finish the season. I I think we're going to have to get to probably 10 wins. I really do. I mean, you can't just assume all these teams are going to fall down. I mean, nine to 10 for nine for sure. But I would still think 10. And it's more than uh, doable because guess what? Jalen Hurts is the man. He is the man. Now before we jump into the game, the, the the two big things that happened prior to the game were Dallas Goddard and Avante Maddox both got contract extensions. Goddard's makes him like the second highest paid tight end in the league. He looked like that in the first half, not so much in the second. Uh, Maddox had a good game except, a, you know, an absolutely stupid play there on the touchdown to Callaway. I don't know what he was doing, but for the most part, both guys played pretty well today. Uh, they are locked in. So that whole draft class, when you look at it now, you know, you had Goddard locked in. Uh, Maddox locked in, Sweat locked in, you know, Milata clearly locked in, and what a game he had. And the only guy who's not is Matt Pryor, and he's playing for the Colts. And they traded him, so they got value for it. So uh, a home-run draft class, go figure. You you can't believe you'd say that with something led by Howie Roseman, but that one there in particular, that one was a home-run draft class. Now, let's talk about this game, though. Let's talk about the five reasons why the Eagles won 40-29. We'll start five up with this. The Geek. The Geek himself geek elliott right well he I, he's becoming jake elliott again four for four kicking field goals today um was he four for four let's see here Might have been five for five i mean really it, it was it was four for four i believe but uh yeah he, he made some really big kicks obviously today i mean we get 40 points the reason you get 40 points is because you know your field goal kicker is making kicks so i mean that's what happened today he went four for four hit one from 50 yards He's been good this season, you know, knock on wood. He has a miss, I think he has a couple misses only, but nothing like last season. Nothing like last season when we played the Saints and he missed one from like 23 yards. uh, It should have been cut, but he had an uncuttable contract because our GM decided to give a kicker that, which is insane. But it's lucked out this year that he figured out how to kick again. And I don't know if it was Cameron Johnston's fault, which he kind of hinted towards. Um, The team itself has hinted towards, but uh, he has figured it out again and he's actually becoming a weapon. Am I going to trust him? Absolutely not. Because I want to see him in a big moment, obviously, where it all comes back and he has to make a kick. We'll we'll see what happens. But right now, all signs are pointing up for him, and he's been actually serviceable this season. Now, fourth reason why. Uh, Let's go with TJ Edwards. TJ Edwards had uh, an interception today on an unbelievable play by him. He deflected a ball on a two-point conversion. A lot of good field tackles in in terms of stopping the run. TJ Edwards is a good player obviously, he's a really good player. Our two best linebackers are you know, him and, and Singleton, and I was a guy who put my hand up. I said Singleton was the best linebacker on this team, and it wasn't close. Edwards is really, really making it hard to say that now. I mean, Edwards probably, he might, right now he is the best linebacker on this team. He's been fantastic this year. And since he's been inserted in, the other team hasn't run the ball nearly as well. Uh, clearly, he was 100 times better than Eric Wilson. That's not even up for debate. But TJ Edwards has just gotten better and better. Now he's making plays in the pass game. Listen, th- th- he's becoming a weapon. He's becoming exactly what we need on that defense, a physical presence. Now, Davion Taylor came up limp today with his knee. That's been the story of this guy's career. he He's just constantly hurt. That's the problem here. We're lucky we had Singleton, you know, still in the... Um, and he had a great sequence there in the second half. The Or was it the second half or the second quarter? Let me think here quick. Yeah, it was the second half. Where he, you know, knocked the ball down on the second down pass and then on the blitz on Simeon. Forced a punt. It was... Listen, linebackers making plays, that's all we can ask for. That's all we can hope for. Now, speaking of guys making plays, the third reason why, how about that guy? What's his name? Big Play Slay. Darius Slay. Touchdown again. Three touchdowns in four games. A pick six. Uh, Darius Slay better be getting um all-pro conversation here. You so he had another great pass breakup today. Problem was he left the game with a concussion, or uh, you know, a supposed concussion, so that's scary for going forward, but... Darius Slay has been an All-Pro corner this year. That's without question. In this defense, think about it. He's been an All-Pro to show you like why Jonathan Gannon deserves all, you know, the the pitchforks that have been thrown at him. And again, Jonathan Gannon in the first half had a really good like creative blitzes were happening like right there in the second. I just talked about the the Singleton blitz, but then when this game started getting a little where the Saints were just one-dimensional, what did he do? He dropped back into being that passive, soft, vanilla bullshit defense, and the Saints started moving the ball no problem. That can't happen. He can't rely on this front four to get pressure on the quarterback. The Saints were without two of their starting DNs, or DNs, left uh, offensive tackles, and our DNs did not make a play in this game. Think about it. Fletcher Cox showed himself. Javon Hargrave clearly showed himself. Got Called for one of the most horrific calls in terms of roughing the passer, which, by the way, like I say every week, is the worst rule in football. It's such a garbage rule that it's not reviewable. Roughing the passer is complete trash. But I mean, again, it was our two interior linemen and our two exterior or linemen, whoever it would be, if it was Barnett, you know, Sweat, Kerrigan, Jackson, Invisible against two tackles that you know aren't starters in the NFL. That's not good going forward. I mean, yeah, you can get away with it in a game like this. But what's going to happen when we play a team that actually has competent quarterback play, that has competent receiver play, that has a competent offensive line? Because guess what? Those guys, if they're invisible in these games, you could just imagine what's going to happen when it gets like that, which is a problem. I do apologize if you hear some sounds in the background there. My son is flipping out because, you know, the Seahawks stink, and they're going to cost me a big boatload of money today. I can't get over that. Which, by the way, leads you to think, oh, well, they just scored, actually. So go figure. But um, listen, the number two reason why we won is our offensive line. Our offensive line is really good. It is. It's a really good unit. We have a really good offensive line. We have an offensive line, obviously, you can be proud of. And guess what? Once they started being able to be physical, start enforcing their own will, guess what happened? Good things started happening for the Eagles, right? When we started running the ball, right? And the reason that it works is because these guys could be physical. You saw what Jordan Mailata did to that Marcus Davenport today. He just bodied him, bodied him. The physical presence of these guys on the offensive line, Mailata, Dickerson, Johnson, Driscoll, Kelsey. I mean, when they're able to put and enforce their will, they become such a good unit and then they're able to pass protect a lot easier. I'm just telling you this right now with this um, offensive line. It's been they've been incredible here for these last couple games. Like I said, they were a strength. And think about this: we're down two starters. They're down two starters, one of which is like an all-pro type player in Brandon Brooks. So just imagine when Brandon Brooks comes back. And again, it's going to be a question of when Brandon Brooks comes back. Like, yo, man, if he slips a little bit, Driscoll will go right back in because this line right now, this is probably going to be the line going forward. I mean, if Kelsey came back next year, who knows? But if not, I mean, like, I don't understand how you could go for, like, Ciamalo would maybe go to center, but I, I'm not switching my lot and Dickerson ever. Those are my left tackle and left guard for the next 10 years. I'm not moving Driscoll out of, like, right guard right now. I mean, the next year, it's going to be him and Johnson. That's your right side. The middle is Kelsey or Ciamalo or Herbig or whatever you're going to figure out. But the Eagles are at a position of strength on that offensive line. They've been incredible. The way we're running the football. Think about it. We're running the ball at a clip. Like, the Saints were the number one rush team in the league. Nobody was running the ball against them. We got 240 yards. And then you could say Hertz got some, Well, okay, fine. Sanders had 94 yards on 16 carries. He had a stupid fumble. And he almost fumbled another one, which is a complete problem. But still 94 yards. Jordan Howard, 6.3 yards a carry, 63 yards. Thank goodness he got dinged up and wasn't hurt. Hurts, 70 yards, three touchdowns. I'm just telling you, like, this is a lot of it is the offensive line. They're unbelievable. But I just said his name. The number one reason why we blasted the Saints today is because Jalen Hurts is the freaking man. Jalen Hurts is the man. Jalen Hurts is the freaking Man. He is the man. This is the Jalen Hurts show. You could, listen, stop it. Anybody out there, just stop it. Stop, oh, he's not good. I've had to hear people say this to me. Like, I'm thinking, well, you know what that tells me? You don't watch our team play. Like, if you just come up with this assumption that Jalen Hurts can't play quarterback, it tells me that you either caught one of those games, like where, you know, the Dallas game where you watch that one alone, or th- that's it. Because I, Or you just read the box scores because he could play. He's a great thrower of the football I mean, really, his numbers today, they don't even, he had a couple drops, really. I mean, he threw another touchdown that was called back on a, it was like a double whammy. It was like the, the, the encompassing of what he's had for this season in terms of uh, called back touchdowns. Not only was it a pick play, which was called offensive PI on Devontae Smith, but then it was an illegal man downfield and Dallas got it, caught the one uh, touchdown. So it's like, it was just a trifecta of things that have happened to the Eagles here, but he had three rushing touchdowns today. First Eagles quarterback to do that. Um, he's incredible. He's an incre- He had a touchdown pass to Goddard too. Another one that wasn't called one. He rolled into the end zone. It shouldn't even been. Should have two rushing touchdowns. But Jalen Hurts is an incredible football player. We have a winner here. This guy is a winner. He gets better and better every game. I told people y'all. You grew- I don't know if we should. But listen, if Jalen Hurts was picked where Justin Fields was, you know what I mean? Like all these guys, like you'd be, there'd be parades for this guy. You'd be talking about the Jalen Hurts, how this is his league. But yet for some reason, Jalen Hurts is just sit back here and everybody's like, oh wait, we're just waiting for him to fail. We're not going to applaud him when he succeeds. We're just going to wait for him to fail. That's what it is with him. It's not any of these other guys where it's like, oh my gosh, Josh Allen is so great. They're six and four. Right? I'm just saying. You know what I mean? Like Josh Allen, we were they were carving out his bust for the Hall of Fame, right? The the Bills are six and four. They got beat by about seven hundred points today by the Colts, which doesn't help us, by the way. Just in case you wanted to know, in Buffalo. But I mean, really, that's that he doesn't do anything wrong, but Jalen Hurts, it's we got to look for everything he does wrong. You could say that with Lamar Jackson, who didn't play today. You could say that with Justin Fields. I had to hear the Steelers game on that Monday and Oh my gosh, Justin Fields. And again, I'm not criticizing Justin Fields. You could be all up on him. Good for him. But I just don't understand why when Jalen Hurts does things, it's oh yeah, yeah whatever. We're, we're going to wait for him to fail. He ain't going to fail. That's why. Jalen Hurts is the man. He is the absolute man. I, I couldn't be happier that Jalen Hurts is the quarterback of the Eagles. He It's like the perfect thing. When we got rid of Wentz, it was the, the two benefits of getting rid of Wentz were Jalen Hurts was going to play, which was number one. And two, we were getting out of freaking Carson Wentz's $35 million a year contract. And we got Jalen Hurts for a million dollars for the next two years. We got potentially three first-round draft picks. Not going to be as high as everybody thought. Dolphins are all of a sudden a hot team. The Eagles are winning now, and same thing with the Colts. But regardless, we're going to still have three picks inside the first uh, first round. The Eagles are going to have a, a get-right recipe coming in their face. Especially if you use those picks on defense. Hell, hell, you could use one on offense because you might need to get another wide receiver. I know people think, oh, you're not... Jalen Rager absolutely sucks, just so you know. He's a, he's a zero out there. He has like four catches in the last four games, and I, I don't think they've even totaled for 10 yards. I'm not even kidding. I, I, let me pull it up here. I just saw this. This was um, his stats. One catch, zero yards. One catch, minus six. One catch, 12 yards. One catch, minus one. So he has four catches for, what is that, five yards in four games, and he's a brutal kick returner, and he's a brutal punt returner, so he doesn't do anything well, and listen, I get it, Justin Jefferson, by the way, you see his numbers, it's unbelievable, I totally understand, we don't have Devontae Smith, though, if we have Justin Jefferson, we might not have Jalen Hurts if we have Justin Jefferson, so I mean, really, I'm not going to sit back and bust on the pick anymore, but... I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, we got to keep letting Jalen Rager play because he's a first-round pick. He contributes nothing. He contributes absolutely nothing. I mean, really, there's, there's nothing that on this team that Jalen Rager does that makes us better. We need a veteran-wide receiver to come in. Like, that's what's going to have to happen here. Oh, well, how are you going to get a veteran-wide receiver? Look at who's throwing the—trust me, Jalen Hurts is good. He's really good. You give him another weapon? Now, if we have three guys with Smith and Goddard, watch what happens. That's all I'm gonna say. Watch what happens with Jalen Hurts because right now he's only got two competent guys he can throw the ball to. And, and Quez Watkins could be a, a guy, I guess, but you, you never know. I mean, that—that's the truth. Like Ques Watkins is such a possibility here and there. That's—that's that's what he is. He—he's like a home run hitter here and there. But I mean, he had a chance a couple weeks ago to go big and it didn't work out. But like when you look at the box score of today's game, right? Here's the Eagles receiving. It's. Dallas Goddard, 5 for 62. Devontae Smith, 4 for 61. Ortega Whiteside, 1 for 23, go figure. Boston Scott, 2 for 2. That's it. That's it. Think about it. That's it. Tyree Jackson got his first target. I thought that was a penalty. But we finally tried to use him. Quez had one target. Rager had, what, three targets, one catch for minus one yards. It's the Goddard-Smith show. That's all we got. That's the biggest concern in terms of if you said to me going forward, it's like, we got to get somebody else who could help those two guys because they're going to just start bracket coverage. them. I, I'm shocked it hasn't happened yet. I'd be forcing anybody to beat us. That wasn't Devonte Smith or Dallas Goddard in terms of passing the football, because eventually people are just going to load the box, which they should and say, hey, you have to pass the football, which you as a team want, because then you're getting a bunch of one on ones. And we have one guy who can win on one-on-one coverage. Quez Watkins can win on it. It's just, can he consistently get open and, and catch the football? And then you have Jalen Rager who does nothing. Listen, they boat race the Saints. It's the best type of win because I hate the Saints more than any team in the NFL. Uh, I've said that in previous shows. Like I think they are, I just, I cannot hate a team more. There's no team I root more against than the Saints. I, I think they are just trash. Always been trash. And beating the crap out of them puts a smile on my face. But now it gets hard, because I know people look at the schedule and they think it gets easy, but it doesn't get easy. We're playing the Giants, we're playing the Jets, and then we have a bye week. But the Giants are playing their best football. They play tomorrow night, Monday night. We're playing the Washington football team here twice in this last five games, or, and then our last five games, because uh, what they just won again today. They beat Tampa Bay, now they go down to Carolina, they win. They're playing their best football. So this whole notion that we have this cake scheduled end the season, yeah, maybe a couple weeks ago it looked like that. It ain't that way no more. There are going to be some tough games here. This one especially coming up with the Giants. This is as big a game in terms of where you are. This was a prove-it game today. I said this. This would be a prove-it game. The Eagles proved it. But now it's like, okay, now you're in it. Now we're expecting it. Now it's an ex- expectation game. And again, I'm more concerned about much more concerned about the defense than I am the offense. I believe in Jalen Hurts. I just don't believe in anything with Jonathan Gannon because whatever he shows you some good, where you're like yes, 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 he goes right away from it. Like those blitzes worked perfectly. They were well designed. I was ready to give this guy an applause, and then he just goes away from it when we need it most. Like they scored their one touchdown on the Sanders fumble inside our own ten, and it's like, well, what, what, what happened after that? They just rushing four. Never trying to heat him up down there, and he threw two touchdowns on back-to-back plays. One was a penalty, but it was just stupidity. This thing is right in front of the Eagles, and they can get in the playoffs, and they can make noise, because, like, I don't know if you noticed, but Dallas, they didn't look the part today, did they? As I record this, at least they're not. Green Bay got beat today by Minnesota. You know what I mean? Like, really, like, who, who looks the part? Arizona? They're gonna win again without Kyler Murray? I mean, I guess that is that it? The Rams clearly don't. Tampa Bay clearly don't. Just telling you, like this whole notion that it, it this this season's done, it's all over. Okay. If the Eagles can learn how to get rush uh consistent pressure on the quarterback, and again, it's not gonna be rushing four guys. I'm just gonna give you a spoiler. But if they could figure that part out, they have an all pro corner in Darius Slay. You have a, a guy who's trying to be an all-pro nickel corner in Avante Maddox. I'm dead, there's, the linebacker play is improving. If Jonathan Gannon just puts some trust in these guys, good things can start happening for this team. This season is so much in front of this team, it's not even funny. This was an unbelievable win today. It's finally, it's nice to win at home, finally, number one. But it just was a prove-it game, and they proved it. Five and six, whole season in front of us. I mean, really, it's this is what you want. And we have a quarterback who I truthfully just, like, I couldn't believe in more. Does not turn the ball over. Think about it. He doesn't turn it over, ever. That's the best part about it. Like, Jalen Hurts is just, you could trust in Jalen Hurts. He's not going to turn the football over. He's got, what, 13 touchdowns this year, five interceptions. I mean, really, like, that. you, you look at that and you go, okay, yeah, whatever. But, I mean, it, then he rushes the ball. He's, he's got a million rushing touchdowns. I, I'm just saying, like, we, we, we look at Jalen Hurts and people get mad. And I'm just telling you, like, right now, think about this. He's rushed for, let's see here, 549 yards. That could, that, that's five touchdowns. And I, I, was that going into today? I, yeah, no, that counts today. Five rushing touchdowns this year for Jalen Hurts. 549 yards rushing. He's thrown for 2,159 yards. 13-5, I said, right? I mean, th- th- this is what you want. This guy is a weapon. We're using his strengths. I know, oh, well, it's got to be all on the arm, right? It's got to be... It doesn't all have to be on the arm. He's a dual threat. That touchdown he had to seal the game today, by the way, that was the drive. Think about it. The Saints get back into this game. I know they kicked that stupid field goal, but okay, we got to respond here. We're, we're, we're letting this team come all the way back Hits JJ Artega Whiteside for that 23 yard pass. Gets us down the field. Makes one of the best jukes you could ever see on that third and six and runs it in for a touchdown and seals the game. Just said, like, he did it against the Chargers. Took us right down the field, scored, never got the ball back. Never had a chance to seal that game. It just seems to me when Jalen Hurts needs to do it, he does it. He's better and better every single week. We couldn't be more fortunate to have this guy be our quarterback. That's the truth. And the one thing I would tell Sirianni is start believing in Jalen Hurts. Start letting him let it loose. Let him let it rip. Even if we have big leads, let him let it rip. I'm tired of this whole thing about running the football. and Because, again, we're, we're running the ball, and we're still running it with Hurts. So it's like you're putting him in more danger. Let him throw the ball at least. I mean, he's he's showing you now by this point in the season. You do not have to worry about him turning the football over. Yes, interceptions happen. Yes, fumbles happen. But he is not this guy who's just reckless with the football. Couldn't be more fortunate. The Eagles are in such a good spot with Jalen Hurts. I don't want no Russell Wilsons. I don't want no Aaron Rodgers. I don't want... And again, I know you'll say, well, you don't want Aaron Rodgers. I mean, like, I'm just... Like, for the price you'd have to give up to get these guys... No. Deshaun Watson hasn't played football now in a year. For the price you have to pay, no thank you. Give me Jalen Hurts. Because, I mean, really, you want to give multiple first rounds up, picks up for Russell Wilson? They can't beat the Cardinals with a backup quarterback at home. They have 13 points. They scored zero against the Packers last week. Russell Wilson played both games. Well, he's coming off an injury, right? Okay. All right. Yeah. Still. We're gonna give up multiple first round picks, though, for that. That's all I'm saying. Like, really, like, think about what you're asking for here. And I told people a couple weeks ago he'd be the one guy to be accepting of if that was the guy to go for, because I know he loves football and he does. But I'm not trying to sit here and say I want to give up multiple first round picks for a guy like Russell Wilson when we got a guy like Jalen Hurts, who's by the way, um, eleven years younger. Stick with Jalen Hurts. He's the freaking man. back here on Thursday. Clearly, we, we got a lot to talk about this week because this game now with the Giants, again, we are now officially in playoff chase mode. This is, everything is now focused on getting into the playoffs. And I'm going to give you guys something else. This division, it ain't over yet. Right? You hear that and you go, how can you say something like that? How can you say this division ain't over yet? Right? How can somebody say something like that? It ain't over yet. That's all I'm gonna say. I mean, I mean, really, Dallas is seven and three. If they lose this game, which it looks like they're gonna probably lose to the Chiefs, they'll be seven and three. Okay. We still play them. And, and again, I mean, really, it's like that. Two of their last three, yeah, they looked really good against the Falcons. But I mean, they got busted by the Broncos, and now they got beat up here, and they are beat up. Lamb left this game with a concussion, it looks like. Gall- or Cooper's out with COVID. You know what I mean? Their, their wide receivers are what? Gallup, Noah Brown, that goofball. Um, Cedric Wilson. You know, Terrence Steele's playing. I didn't see Tyron Smith playing today. Elliott rolled his ankle, but I guess he's okay. You know what I mean? Like, There's things going into this game with Thursday with the Raiders. They could very easily lose this game to the Raiders. Which, by the way, it's an embarrassing loss we had because the Raiders have just fallen off a cliff since they played the Eagles. But, I mean, they play Thursday, and it looks like the Dallas is going to be shorthanded. And if they can lose that game, all of a sudden they're 7-4. Now it's real if they're 7-4. That's all I'll say. It gets real then. Because, like, for fortunate for the Eagles, like, when we were terrible, we only played one division game. It was to Dallas. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's still in there. Tiebreakers and all that stuff. Am I calling that we're going to come back and win the division? I'm not saying that one bit, but I'm also sitting here not saying, I'm not stupid enough to say it's officially over, which is huge because you want home field. Like, you want a home field playoff game. I mean, it's not in the grand scheme of we're not getting home field in the NFC, obviously. That's what you want the most. But hey, getting a home playoff game is always advantageous. So just, it's just something to ponder here because I'm telling you this right now. The Eagles are ascending. That's the most important part. We are ascending each and every week. Better and better every week. We just got to hope Gannon learns from his mistakes because he, he he seems to and then he like goes back to his old ways. We got to hopefully try to get this guy where he stays in this aggressive mode you know, for the entirety of a football game because then this defense really could click. Big win. Jalen Hurts is the man. So let's go over them, right? Let's go. Who are the freaks and the geeks of the week, right? Well, freak of the week, absolutely it's Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is the unquestioned freak of the week. That's no doubt in my mind. Jalen Hurts is the freak of the week. Geek of the week? I'm going to go with You know, I'm going to go with the coaching staff. And I say that because that third quarter into the fourth quarter should never happen. They took their pedals off the metal. That can't happen. Sirianni and Gana were going to be geeks of the week going forward forever for what they were doing. But, I mean, this time they're just geeks for, like, taking their foot off the pedal in a blowout. The, like, correctable geek. JG's still a huge geek, though. I don't trust him as far as I could throw him in the sunglasses he's wearing. Like, he's just weird stuff, this guy is. He's got to wear the sunglasses now. It was overcast all day. He's wearing them last week in the dark where it, it was a night game. Well, whatever, if it's going to make him call more aggressive plays, if that's what he needs to do, go ahead, man. Be Pete Weber. I don't give a crap. But this is a big part. The Eagles have saved their season. Three straight wins. Really? Could have, I mean, three straight. Yeah. Could have been four. I mean, really. It, actually, what is it? Two straight? What, what did they win? They beat the Lions. They lost to the Chargers. They beat uh, the Broncos and obviously they just beat the Saints today. So whatever. But since the Raiders game, it's been a complete turnaround. Three out of the last four games they've won should have been all four. Season's in front of us time to rejoice so let's freaking keep this shit going next week and beat the giants remember they cried because we we didn't you know win against the washington game last year good let's make them cry some more this sunday stay safe stay healthy stay educated go eagles go